Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is recorded at Rock Money Media in Covina, California. Hey, what's up? Have you been in a car accident and it's not your fault? Or maybe it is your fault. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is you hit up CCLA Motors. CCLA Motors, the best body shop. iCar Gold Certified. I said iCar Gold Certified. They work with all insurance companies, so don't be afraid of the insurance. They will work with their insurance. Also, free 24 our towing so don't be stuck on the road they got you they'll pick you up and take you to their body shop free 24-hour towing located in san gabriel valley la area inland empire in orange county 14340 arrow highway Baldwin park california remember you get in a car accident hit up cc la motors Hey, are you in the market for a brand new car, but you don't want an ordinary car, you want that exotic car? Hit up the car plug. The car plug is a premier auto consultant. Wow, that sounds really professional. A premier auto consultant. They'll sell you a car, and not will they only sell you a car, they'll buy your old car, and they even buy off leases. You're not stuck in that lease. They will buy off your lease and put you in a brand new exotic car, the most exotic cars in one parking lot. Hit up the car plug, Premier Auto Consultants. This episode is brought to you by Apish, premium cannabis brand. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore OG. Website www.apish.com. Let's go ape shit. Let go, everybody! 
Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Episode 163. It's Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Had a crazy, great weekend. I actually came. I was out of town this weekend. I was in Bakersfield. You know why I'm in Bakersfield. So me and my chick, Dahlia, we came to the studio office Friday and we pre-recorded episode 163. It was ready to go. And something in my heart told me not to put that episode out. It was bugging me and bugging me. Me and my chick, Dahlia, we heard it in the car. And I didn't think it was too bad, but something kept nudging me and nudging me not to put it out. It was bugging me and it was heavy in my heart not to put that episode out. Saturday morning comes. I get a phone call from Prophet Rob. Prophet Rob calls me. Hello. Prophet Rob says, Rocky, what's going on? And when I say this had, uh, it, it, it was heavy in my heart. I really meant to where it was almost giving me anxiety on putting that episode out. Almost anxiety where I'm not comfortable. I'm at the barbershop. I took Dahlia's son to get a haircut. Baby steps. I get the phone call for Prophet Rob. Rocky, what's going on? What's up, Prophet Rob? Rocky, what's going on? What's bugging you? Something's going on where I know it's bugging you and it's having your heart. What's going on? This is a random phone call from Prophet Rob. And I'm like, what? Like, what? How do you know these things? I mean, at this point, with my relationship with Prophet Rob and seeing the things that he's done, I'm not even like amazed by it. I'm like, okay, this is almost normal now. I'm a believer. I tell him what's going on so somewhat of what the podcast and the episode was about. He told me, don't put it out. Don't put it out. I'm a really. Rocky, don't put it out. God has a plan. And that's not part of the plan right now. Let's not put that out. Cool. I got, I got my confirmation. I told Dahlia, Dahlia, um, Prophet Rob called me. I'm not going to put the episode out. She go, okay, cool. Like, I, she, and she was all, it, it wasn't a bad episode. And you guys are probably wondering, wow, Rock, like, what were you talking about that you didn't want to put out? I just feel, and I think G Money threw the same way as No Lames. Too much trans talk. Too much, it's not even bashing on the trans or the LGBT. So I, 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 I want to stop talking about it. I don't want to be that podcast, that Instagram page, that that's all they're putting up, putting up, putting up. But I, at, at, at the, the warrior side of me, I say, no, like, 
they're throwing things our way, I'm going to throw things back their way. And I'm in a season right now where I'm not matching energy. I know I always talked about it. I'll give you the energy you give me. It's always been a thing. I'm in a season where if you're giving me bad energy, negative energy, how about I give you no energy? Because once they give you bad energy and you give bad energy back, it could ruin your day, ruin your week, month, year. What's the point? Oh, well, my chick cheated on me. Let me cheat on her. Oh, while this person's gossiping and talking bad things about me. Let me gossip and talk bad about them. How about no energy? And that's where I am with the whole LGBT trans. Not even an LGB. Just a T. Just a T. Speaking of, last weekend, went to You're Not Down, me, Dahlia, a few of her friends from Bakersfield, G-Money, a few of his brothers. It's always a good vibe event at You're Not Down, hosted by DJ Angie V. It's always a good vibe, good energy, no f- there's never ever really any fights there. There's no really bottle popping. You could get bottles. I get it. Nobody's standing on couches. It's not a pissing contest of what drug dealer has the most money, who has the most girls at their table. It's not like that. It's more of a 90s backyard flyer party theme. That's what it's like. It's said without the shooting and gangbanging, of course. My chick's hot. Dahlia is a really good looking girl. I know how girls are. I know girls compliment other girls. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, I love your outfit. Oh, who did your hair and your nails? Blah, blah, blah. I get it. Girls compliment girls. It's normal. It's not like guys. If a guy compliments another guy, hey, bro, like you look good. You look good, fool. It's a dope shirt. Like, like guys, we don't do that. It seems homo. Homophobic. We don't do that. So I get when girls compliment my girl. And it's a compliment. I don't say nothing at these places. These lesbians. Going up to my chick. You're hot. Dang, but it it, it comes to a point where are they crossing a line? Is there a line there and are they crossing it? And I try to do my best and not say nothing. But at some point, there were some girls there a few multiple times where they're a little bit disrespectful, I think. Where my girl had to say, Dahlia had to say, hey, this is my man right here. Because even she felt like it was overly aggressive. As far as compliments. Oh, you look good, girl. 
Oh, you got a badass body, man. Look at your body. And, it, and you know, they're, they're kind of touching her. And, oh, you're just so beautiful. And, and these are girls that would sleep with my girl. So their intentions are different. Their compliments are different. And you could disagree with me if you want. Because we're going to agree to disagree. Didn't say much. Didn't say anything. But at some point, you're, you're crossing the line. You're being disrespectful. You don't have to touch her. Like, your, your, your compliments, you're, you're kind of, they're not only compliments, but you're flirting. Now you're flirting. And there's a difference between complimenting somebody and flirting with somebody. You know it's over the line where my girl actually has to step in and say, hey, this is my man right here. This is my boyfriend. I think some lesbians, girls, and this ain't the first time I talked about this. And you're probably saying, well, Rocky, why do you even go to those things for if it's always like that? And, the, and, and that's a valid question. For one, I want to support my homegirl, Angie V. It's a good vibe. But yeah, maybe I shouldn't take my chick to those things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to disrespect another chick all crazy. But I think girls think they get passes. I think lesbians think they get a pass on flirting with your girl. And they don't. You don't get a pass for flirting with my chick and trying to get at her right in front of me. I think it's rude. I think disrespectful. So we're there. And this is kind of what sparked up the episode I didn't put out. This was sparked up that whole topic of what I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm not going to get into it deep like I did last episode. I'm going to just explain. Cause I know a lot of you are wondering why I didn't put that episode out. And I'm going to tell you why and how it happened. Me and my chick at your night down. And I love going to your night down. I love going to events when people say, hey, man, I love your Christian faith. You're a man of God that I could be at these places. I could be at these events. My girl could be at these events. And people say, hey, that's Rocky, a man of God. That's Dahlia, a woman of God. That's what I like. That's the image I love. A lot of people went up to us and we're drinking. People going up to us, going up to me, telling me their problems that you're not down. And it's not a, it's not a, a really an appropriate platform or a, a, a appropriate place to have this conversation. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not drunk, but I'm not sober. People going up to tell us their problems. Some girl goes up to us. And this girl goes, man, Rocky, I want what you guys got. I want what you, I, I, I want this, what you guys got. I've been following you. I love it. How do I get that? How did you get that, Rock? Well, I prayed for it. I asked God to pick out a girl for me, a woman of God, 
a future wife. God, I looked everywhere. I looked for selfish reasons, flesh reasons, earthly reasons, lust. I tried everything. God, you do. I'm asking you for help now. You get me that girl. That was my prayers. Me and Dahlia started dating. She's just like me. She'll ask God for confirmation on me. God is he the right man for me. Let me know. Give me the signs. Give me red flags, green flags. Give me something. My prayers are the same thing. God, is this a girl I've been praying for? Give me confirmation. God gives me confirmation, gives her confirmation. So far, so good. We keep praying about it. We keep praying about our future, praying about our short-term goals, long-term goals. This girl asks us, what'd you do? Well, I prayed for it and she prayed for it. This girl, lesbian girl, gay girl, well, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to pray to God that God gives me a good wife. Okay. It didn't really set in until after, maybe even the next day. I thought about this girl. I thought about her prayer. I know she wants love. She wants that, that godly wife. And I thought about it as all. Would God answer that prayer? And I'm not here to debate with anybody. I'm not trying to, you know, get anybody angry at me. And I asked, would God answer that prayer? And some of you are, you know, talking to yourself in the car at the gym and you're saying, some people are saying no. You're asking God to contradict himself. He, he wouldn't do that. Some are saying, yeah. Yeah. Of course God would do that. It's God's child. God loves her. God wants her to be happy. Why wouldn't God answer her prayer? You know, this girl's, she's praying about love, right? And I'm going to stop it right there. I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get too deep into that conversation. But that's where it went with episode I didn't put out. But that was a conversation that me and some girl at You're Not Down had. Just had me thinking. That's all. Had me thinking. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. (laughs) 
start a new business, don't know where to start from, hit up Snap Express. Snap Express has all your promotion needs from stickers to t-shirts, hats, keychains. You want it, they got it. Remember at Snap Express, your business is their business. Had a great weekend that just passed. First of all, I went golfing. And like I said, I went to this barber shop Saturday. I took Dahlia's youngest son, eight years old. I took him to this barber shop to get a haircut. I know Dahlia was really busy. A lot of things going on in her life, a lot of errands to run. So I said, you know what? Let me take your son to get a haircut. Took to this popular barber shop, Premier barbershop in Bakersfield downtown Bakersfield I go there it's a really nice barbershop and if you ever and this is just a I'm a I'm an ex-barber or barber whatever you want to call it I used to cut hair and the only tip I could give anybody if you don't have an appointment if you don't have a barber and you go to any barber shop, it could be any barber shop. You go to any barber shop on a Saturday morning and you walk in. And if there's a barber there that can take you as a walk-in, don't do it. And I knew this ahead of time, but I figured it's a little kid haircut. How bad could it get? Because a barber that's not booked up and doesn't have appointments on a Saturday morning only means it's because he's not a good barber. I'm not taking away from this barber that cut his hair. He's a cool dude, amazing guy. He just started cutting hair maybe about a year or two ago. He needed to get his, his repetitions in. I took the risk. He looked cool. Basketball shorts on, white socks, nice shoes, a band shirt, a couple of tats on his face. He has to be a good barber. He has a barber uniform on. Has a barber uniform on. He has to be good. I don't know why he's not booked. I took that chance, and we lost. We lost. Got to take her son somewhere else, get a haircut. But thank you for um getting him in. I got a weird DM from some guy. About 21 years old. Grew up in the same city as me. Same gang as me. Same tattoos as me. I'm about 20-something years older than this guy. This guy's got a prison, I think. He's in my DMs. No, I don't know this guy. Never met this dude. Hits me up. Oh, you don't come around no more. Come, you don't kick it. That's what he's telling me in the DMs. I get in my flesh right away and I get angry. Like, who, who is this guy to, to fucking even ask me these questions? He don't, he don't know me. 
I don't own anything. He thinks I own something because we grew up in the same city. Old enough to be his dad. He don't have friends his own age. Wants me to come around and do what? And do what? But you know, the, the, the old character, the old Rocky came out right away. And I wanted to lash out right away and say, like, who are you, homie? Like, like I, almost, I was almost like, let's meet up. But not to kick it. I got angry. I was upset. I calmed down. I pray for things like that. For me not to get all, all acting like I'm a little kid anymore. 44 years old. I don't feel like I owe anybody anything. I owe I, I the only I, I owe God everything. I owe God everything. That guy is not God. I owe my son. I owe my family. My chick. My close friends. I own something. I own something. Yeah. But I owe God everything. Everything. And if you're not God, I don't owe you everything. I got a phone call speaking of gangs. I got a phone call from my buddy the other day. I think it was Saturday. This individual is about 47, 48 years old. He said he was at this event. And at this event, he seen a particular individual that he didn't get along with for some particular reasons. The guy he didn't get along with is about the same age, 47, 48 years old. He sees him, goes up to him, say, I'm going to put my hand out. And if he doesn't shake it, I'm going to go off his energy. And if he doesn't shake it, it's on and cracking. They're going to get down. Goes up to him. The homie shakes his hand. And that's it. No problems. But my thing with that is, you're both 47, 48 years old. You're both literally not capping. You're both literally grandpas. You have grandkids. But you still have this, this personality in you. And I get it. I get in my flesh. I get it. I get in my flesh too. Like when do we when do we grow up? And I'm speaking to myself. I, I I find myself checking myself more than usual these days. Not to get upset, not to get angry, not to just get in the flesh. I gotta keep checking myself and I pray to God, like God take this temper away from me. Take these childish acts away from me. I don't want to be a child anymore.
And my, you know, the homie called me and he was kind of bragging somewhat like, fool, I would have got him like, or whatever the conversation was. But why? Like, and I think he, he thought he was going to impress me somewhat, or maybe he don't care. Just a conversation. But like, bro, why? Nobody's perfect. I already know that. Have I fought my last fight? I would like to say, yeah, but probably not. Maybe I'll get in a fight, a fist fight again. I tell you one thing, if I do get in a fight and if I do get in a fist fight, it's nothing I'm going to brag about. I would be ashamed to be in my mid 40s and still fighting at the playground like a childish kid. I'll feel depressed in the morning. I'm not going to feel good. When do we grow up? Have Prophet Gabriel, not Prophet Gabriel, I had Pastor Gabriel on last episode. It was a very good episode. Check it out, guys. Episode 162. And people are saying, and I've always been worried about, I, I, I'm a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy. I watch how many views every episode gets. I look at my followers on Instagram. It is what it is. At the, at the end of the day, this is my business. This is how I make money. I got to see where I'm at. The last 15 plus maybe episodes. Been somewhat Christian podcast. But like I said, this is not a Christian podcast. It's a podcast with a Christian host. And I know when you start talking about God, talking about Christianity, heaven and hell, demons and angels, you know, you, you just talk about these things and, you know, nobody wants to hear it. And I was in that, you know, I've been there before. I don't want to hear this, bro. I don't want to hear about church. I don't need that guilt trip. I think we all been there. Even if you're a PK, a pastor's kid, and you grew up in church, at some point, you just don't want to hear about it. You just want to live a guilt-free life. Who doesn't? I remember growing up, I have a lot of homies, didn't have curfews. Their parents just didn't care where their kids were. They could be gone for a week. Parents won't say nothing. They could wear as baggy as pants as they want. They could dress how they want. They could wear white t-shirt, a Ben Davis, or Charlie Brown, size 6501 crispy cardboard Levi's, some Cortezes. If they want, their parents ain't gonna care. If we did that, we're in trouble. I can't tell you how many times my parents put my brother Steven's pants and wardrobe in the fireplace. Literally, in the fireplace. I know when I left the house, I would get dressed at a homie's house or I would have a backpack and I would get dressed there because I know for sure I'm not walking downstairs and walking outside dressing like that. There's no way in hell. My parents are letting me walk out that way. There's no way. 
And that's what I'm saying. And I always say, wow. And this is the liter this is something I told myself as a teenager. I go, wow, I wish my parents didn't care as much as they do. I wish my parents didn't care at all so I could do whatever I want and have my friends' freedom. But at the end of the day, my parents loving me, it paid off in the long run. I am where I am today because of my parents. Some of you want that, you know, that, that, that guilt-free lifestyle. I want that guilt-free lifestyle of a teenager. Some of you are still acting like teenagers. I don't need a guilt trip. I don't need God. I don't need a conscience. Because when you get God, you get that conscience. And that conscience is the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit in you, then you know right from wrong. And a lot of you don't want to know right from wrong. So you don't want to hear about God. You don't want to hear about the Bible. You don't want to hear about Christianity. You don't want to hear about heaven or how. So you stop listening to the podcast. You stop following me. You don't want to hear it. But you know what? Some people do want to hear. Not only do they want to hear it, they need to hear it. The DMs I get lately are just so amazing. I love them. Had Pastor Gabriel on last week. Some girl went to his church yesterday, last Sunday. This girl went to his church. She tells him, I've been following Rocky Nash since Street Scholars four years ago. Just recently, he changed up his podcast. I heard Prophet Rob on there. I heard you on there, Pastor Gabriel. So here I am today at your church. And this girl, I can't really, I can't say her testimony. It's her testimony to tell. But she was really, she's really going through it right now. She needs God. Right now, she don't need that podcast to make her laugh. She don't need that podcast with gossip. She don't need that political podcast. She don't need that trans or that straight podcast. She needs that God podcast. And she heard it and she caught herself at church getting prayed over, getting saved. And that means more to me than views, than followers. Testimonies like that mean so much to me, way more than I like. Than a subscription. Some of you are Christians and nobody knows it. You don't want to post about it because it's not trendy. It's not cool. You're not going to get a lot of likes for it. Nobody's going to repost it. Have a friend named JR. He's part of Rock Money Media, JR and the crew. Known this guy made for a little over a year. He calls me up the other day. I'm at the, I'm at the golf range trying to get better. 
He calls me up. Tell me my latest podcast about the episodes. Starts telling me that he goes to church. He's been going to church. Not only does he go to church, but at some point in his life, he was going to be a pastor. He was going to be a pastor and he threw the biggest Christian concerts. This guy's heavily involved in church. He's telling me, um, he's telling me these things. And I'm in awe. Like, what? What? And I tell him, JR. And I'm very blunt how I speak, obviously. I go, JR. I've known you for over a year already. Seen you a person many times. Talked to you on the phone. And this year that I've known you, I never knew you were a Christian man. And he goes, I know. And I tell you, you should be ashamed. And I straight told him, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be embarrassed of yourself. You're a closet Christian. A closet Christian. And he knows it. He tells me, well, you know what? I'm really involved in the entertainment business. And I know like my co-host of the podcast or the entertainment business that I'm in, like they don't want to hear. One of my co-hosts told me, oh man, this would be a Christian podcast. Kind of doubt talk. And somebody told me that. I would say, yeah, bro, it is. And if you don't like it, you can leave. But me and JR have different personalities. He understood it. And he told me, you know what? You're right. I get it. Me have a few meetings. Once a month, we still have a YouTube channel from Street Scholars on there. Wanna do wanna do like a a, a live on camera? podcast a golly podcast me and him he's awake now guys he's awake how many of you are closet christians some of you don't want to tell people about this podcast anymore because golly oh like you're not gonna like it it's about god you're not gonna like it it's more positive talk now you're not gonna like it I'm not going to tell my co-workers about it. I'm not going to tell my family members about it. When Rocky was talking more about his dating life and this and that, I would tell everybody about it because we love the gossip. We love the drama. But not this. Not this. You're a closet Christian. Some you say, no, that's not me. I'm a Christian. I love God. I pray every day. Me and God have our, our own relationships. And what we all say, people that don't read the Bible, you don't read the Bible. So you say, oh, like, I don't need to read the Bible. I don't need to go to church. God knows me. I know God. No, no. God knows you, but you don't know God. And there's a big difference. A lot of people say that. Like, no, no, no. Me and God have our own relationship, our own unique relationship. He gets me. 
yeah, he does get you, but you don't get him. Because if you don't, if you don't read the Bible and you don't like study it, then you really don't know who your God is. Who are you really praying to? Because because some of your prayers are just way out there, and you should know better that God would not answer that prayer. Because if you know God and you read about God and you had knowledge about God, then that would not be your prayer because you already know his answer. But yeah, you have your own unique, special relationship with God. Stop being a closet Christian. If I go on your page right now, on Instagram you show who you are. We talked about it. That's who you are. Who are you on Instagram? You this party person? You in the sports? Food connoisseur? What are you on Instagram? What is your profile? Are you a good parent? What does your profile say you are on Instagram? And if your profile isn't saying that you're a hardcore, if you're a Christian, a woman of God, a man in God, if you're not bragging about God, then you're a closet Christian. I dare you guys to post something golly today. To let people know that you're not a closet Christian. To let people know that you're a Christian. That you want to show off God. Episode 164, Rocky Nash Podcast. See you guys next week. And the crushing, and the pressing.